0: We're recording now.
1: Could you imagine a... Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I was going to say a penis this (laughs) side. I feel like every circle shape thing I look at, I think it's a a penis. Yeah. I think I might be gay.
0: (laughs) I'm locking my door.
1: (laughs) I didn't say I was a raper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a rapist. <laughs> a raper is crazy. I never said I was a raper. <laughs> a rape- oh, shit. We're not supposed to say this in the first 10 minutes of the episode. Oh. Right, <laughs> this is fine. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the show. My bad on the last episodes. I got every single one of your text messages. I know the sound has been bad. Um, I know that we've been going through a lot of trials and tribulations, but Lord mm. knows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah the audio has been fixed. Has okay? it? Yes, we've spent so much time and effort fixing it, replacing things, making sure that the board is working right. If it's not fixed, I'm gonna be upset. Hmm, cute. Okay, so, and also thanks to people who watched some old episodes last week uh, when we were not available to, to record, but that just means we're back at it again with a brand new episode today. My guest is the gay one himself. Oh. Okay, horse jaw. Thank you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's nice, isn't it?
0: Yeah, West Hollywood's very own North oh, Hollywood inhabitant. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> my man Devion. Hi. Not to be confused with the fact that he's not my actual man. Right, right. But right. like in like a New York term, like he yeah, my man. Right, right.
1: Because I don't do do men. Well, I do other
0: people's men. We're.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm. It's funny because it's
0: true yeah i'm just <laughs> your reputation precedes you does it everybody knows about you
1: what do people be saying never mind what people think about me is none of my business <laughs> let them think what they want <laughs> i don't need this to confirm or deny any anybody if they want to know something they can ask me
0: word i'm gonna ask you okay so you be stealing men
1: i don't steal nobody's per- you can't steal people what is this slavery <laughs> i can't take
0: nobody we didn't gotta go to the slavery we could just call it kidnapping
1: I mean, we didn't go to slavery. They came to us.
0: <laughs> Matter of fact, some of us were just sold.
1: Right. You Not know I me, mean? I mean, I'm Haitian. Went, will, will, willingly.
0: No, I, I'm Haitian, so.
1: That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, at first, but then y'all conquered. Yeah. Y'all got I, taken then went to Haiti, right? I don't really the history, like that. Like and the. then overthrew the French government or whatever.
0: No, like what we happened was we went on vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To France. And it we was like, it's litty titty out here.
1: Was Haiti... Yeah, it was. It was a part of France, I guess, right? I mean, wait, but it governs itself now, right? Haiti, the Dominican Republic, are they separate? Governance. Governs, because I know, like when I was in uh, Curacao, they are Dutch. Mm-hmm. They, I think they're, they still are governed by. Um, Know, Dutch people I guess was like you know they have all Dutch currency things. yeah mm. no I think they have their own currency mm. I think uh, Bonaire has Dutch currency because you know those small islands ABC um, Aruba Bonaire Curacao that's the ABC islands over there in Caribbean, mm. and they're all they're all over Dutch but um, Curacao I think governs itself Bonaire is still is going by the Dutch. That,
0: I don't know, something like that. I don't that's, know. No, I, know I was the trying Dutch. to say the same thing. Huh? No, because I was.
1: That's what you were thinking? I was just yeah. thinking
0: the same because A, B, C, then after that is X, Y, Z. Right, yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: X, 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 Y. X, X, Y, 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 X.
0: <laughs> Kyle, X, Y. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off with something that you probably don't know much about. But I'm going to start off with it, and uh, let's see where you go. Okay. So, there's a rapper hmm. whose name is Most Deaf.
1: I know Most Deaf. He's okay. also a poet.
0: Yes. And he goes by the name Yasin Bey now. Who so now? Yasin Bey. Say what? Yasin Bey. Don't disrespect Was his Was that name. his
1: government name, or is he now Muslim? And he changed his name? Don't. I'm don't asking. I don't know. A serious question. <laughs> he ain't here. Okay, so, but his... He, he, he did a Muhammad Ali...
0: This is not about his name.
1: Well, I'm curious about the name. I don't know. Because I never knew his real name, but you say he goes by now. Yes. So I was like, is it like a Prince thing where Prince became the artist woman known as? Or was, did he uh, you know, get into a, a religion and then you know, change his name? I don't know.
0: The craziest thing is I actually do remember seeing a video about the name change, and I totally don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. they're going to take my hip-hop card away from me.
1: Yeah, I didn't know you had one. Drake doesn't count.
0: That's what we're here <laughs> to talk about. So, most definitely went on a podcast interview and they asked me, is Drake hip hop? And he said, no, he's synonymous with pretty much like edgy shopping at Target in Houston.
1: I think we have so much pushback from things evolving. I think Drake is hip hop. I think hip hop has now become a As in every genre, I mean, people are exploring different sounds and maybe we should give it a new name. Maybe we should say it's not classic hip-hop, but it's modern day hip-hop. It's kind of like the new R&B is less of big running and singing and more kind of like that smooth kind of like, you know what I mean? Bryson Tiller and and Summer Walker. um, It's like it's not as much Kiki Wyatt or um, how it used to be back in the day. But I think we can still call him hip-hop because that's the genre in which I think he in. But I don't listen to his music like that. What do you think? Do you think
0: he's hip-hop? I think Drake is hip-hop and he's also... Actually, let me rephrase. I think Drake, as an artist, is hip-hop because he embraces hip-hop culture. Right. Now, a lot of people say he doesn't just rap, but hip-hop right. doesn't mean it's just rap. You know, hip-hop is everything about a person. It's about, you know, how you talk and walk, your style.
1: But is that a difference between, because it's culture and then it's music. Yeah. Right, because we can all be immersed in hip-hop culture, but not be a hip-hop artist.
0: Of course, but that's the same thing as saying, like, is Lil Uzi Vert hip-hop because he makes music that's very understood.
1: Who?
0: (laughs) You know Lil Uzi Vert. Don't. All my friends are dead. TikTok, Uh, I just want to rock. Crack rock? Lord.
1: <laughs> Frank Ocean song. No, I think I know what you're talking about. He's a dude with a star in his head. Yeah. Uh, that. Or oh, who, who dated, dated JC, JT from City Girls. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. So it's the same kind of conversation of like, okay, Uzi may rap in a couple songs, but he does a lot of melodic music. So does that mean he's no longer hip hop? Uh, no. You know, so does Drake only make hip-hop songs? No. He makes a lot of genre-bending music that could fall into the tra- uh, into the pop category, that yeah. could fall into uh, multiple, you know, categories. But Drake, as a, as a hip-hop artist, despite the fact that a lot of people say he's a culture vulture... Because
1: um, he's from Canada and was on Degrassi.
0: I think really people say it because, uh, A, he's with... His, his child is more white than black.
1: So? Was Jesus because <laughs> his sperm went inside the woman, and I mean, Drake is half black, half white.
0: And I think a lot so of people
1: some people, some people like skin,
0: yeah, they are. And but like I think some people are like, you know, Dr. Marsh, and uh, and they don't like the fact that his mom is white and he grew up not like extremely poor and blah blah blah, so they just kind of feel like he's culture vultureish and he gets on songs and. I don't know. There's just kind of been this Does like he
1: rap about struggling to to come up and and for like money and stuff like that.
0: I mean, he's had those bars before, and it's very obvious that he wasn't like a mega rich person. But it, yeah. you know, everybody has their trials and tribulations, and he's rapped about them before, and he's a very vulnerable artist. But at the end of the day, he's not. Gucci man, you know so I think a lot of people have trouble with that and you know also he comes off a little zesty and I think people have a problem with that. Too. Well
1: I think lines are crossing now like we're getting to a point where you're not limited to just do one thing so people have the freedom to kind of explore so it begs the question if you're rapping does that automatically say that you're a hip-hop artist if your main thing is rapping so there's like rap <clears throat> that is, let's just say, if there's rap in another genre, but the you know like the music, the production is all like country, but the artist is mainly kind of like rap style. Would that still be considered hip hop? I feel like sometimes we no, 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 it's not hip hop. It's
0: it's a rapper. A, it could be potentially a hip hop rapper rapping on a, on a pop song or on yeah. some other song. Uh, I mean, Lil Durk has a song with. Um, Famous racist um, uh, Tim
1: McGraw? I'm just playing. Tim McGraw not racist. I <laughs> no.
0: love him. <laughs> well, we all love Timmy, but uh, what is his name? Morgan. Morgan Wallen.
1: So I haven't heard all the stories about him. My friends, my white friends, they love Morgan Wallen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, one of my brothers, my, one of my best friends, love Morgan Wallen.
0: Um, I have I heard a song I, yesterday. It was pretty good.
1: I haven't. Heard, I haven't really listened, and I like country, but I haven't really like ventured out to listen to. His music, really. So why is he racist? Was he the one who made that video about "Try This in My Town"? That's not him, right? No, no, no. Try this in he my like town"? said the n word in a in a video. Did he use it in a, in a in a racist way?
0: I think he said it like, "Yo, that's mine."
1: So he was being stupid.
0: Yeah, he was being. Gotta stupid.
1: Be careful what we call racist. Sometimes he could. Sometimes just stupid. Yeah, know? he was stupid. <laughs>
0: But he's thirty, so he should kind of know. He
1: should know better. But you know, some people feel. I mean, think about the world and think about the people running it. There's so many entitled, stupid people that have been taught uh, these crazy things. I just want to make sure that we call racism racism, and we call stupid stupid.
0: But is it is racism? And on it can a, be both. But I was gonna say, is racism could pretty much be on a scale because all racism is stupid, but not all stupidity is racism. Right. That's what I mean. So either way, do you
1: think just saying the N word as a white? I think it shows a level of respect. Uh, 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 I think it shows that you don't know a lot of things, or you don't. It shows it shows me who you are when you, as a white person, says something that you know. I wouldn't say shouldn't say, but shouldn't say, um, and you say it anyway. Because it's it's a level of disrespect. One, um, I'm trying to circle back to see if I would say, if I would call the person racist, because they said it's feel like if a white person say that's my nigga, say you shouldn't say that. That's I'm not your nigga. That's you know what I mean. If they're like trying to do this whole like hip hop like I'm from you know the streets. I'm like nah, 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 I'm a nigga. You my nigga ain't from the streets. Uh,
0: <laughs> unless he has a receipt. Unless you have
1: a receipt, did you pay for this word?
0: <laughs> No, did you pay to use it? Unless left you a receipt for you. <laughs> oh, that's good. Show me your receipt. You owe me now. I, love I guess you it. can say it then.
1: That's stupid. I love it.
0: Yeah. So either way, uh, this discussion is very interesting because I think uh, hip hop and country are the two lifestyle musics. Mm. And uh, yes. And think about it like that. Yeah, you know. So the, it's deeper than the music, and it's yeah. all, you know, it's all about how a person is as a person, and then it translates in, into their music because it's quote unquote real. So I, I, don't know. I feel very haterish vibes coming from most from from Yasin. I feel like the way his tone when he was saying it, he was like, it's likable.
1: Do You think it's you're biased because no, you are no, a no, big no. fan?
0: No, 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 no. Because here's the thing. When you say things with a tone like that, because you're trying me. to limit, you're trying to, you know,
1: downplay their, down, yeah,
0: down their success, now mm-hmm. you're like, you could have said it in a different way. Like, I actually feel like his music is, is so commercial and it's too genre bending for me to consider it truthful hip-hop, That's a good you good know? Statement. He could have said it like that, but he said, I can, sit, I can listen to it shopping. At Target, it's shopping with an edge. It's like fun.
1: He was being yeah. shady.
0: Of course, he he's, was doing it. Shade,
1: oh, hella shade. Yeah,
0: a lot of shade. And it's like, I get it. I get it. Like,
1: I don't. I mean, I, I, I do, do get it. You know, we why? have a hard time growing. He's one of those people. It sounds like like he can't accept that things are moving and changing. Everything is always changing. It's never gonna stay the same. If you want sameness, then go listen to what was released then. Or go listen to some new artists. Everybody wants their artists to not grow and to not expand. But they have that old music that you can go listen to. Like, there's there's, there's a hip-hop song or there's pop songs and r&b songs country songs that will fit you. Do you think that you cannot... Do you think, like, let's say if I was a rapper, and I'm not, um, and if I decided to... To release a, a, a quote unquote queer hip hop song. You know what I mean? What I still. Because gayness is not really in hip hop. You know what I mean? Well.
0: Well you guys have I Love McConan. Who?
1: I Love Nick Conan.
0: <laughs> What's that? Have you ever heard the song? I Got the Club Going up. up on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Is he gay? Yeah he's super gay.
1: I know, no idea who that is. Didn't that song come like 2012? 15. 15. Yeah. Anything, anything recent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what we got to draw from. Well, I guess we got little Nas X. He's a hip-hop artist. I don't see anybody questioning. A Christian it, hip-hop artist. He's not Christian. I think he's tro- he's trolling again. Uh, I think he... And I haven't even listened, I haven't watched this new video yet, which I, I need to... Um, but he, Lil Nas is a troll. Like, I think his music is good, actually. Like, I, I liked his last album. I like Montero, because it is more on the pop side as far as hip-hop goes, and that's kind of what I like. Um, but I think he's still just kind of trolling people. He's doing stuff with shock value. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know her like that.
0: So is Lil Nas X hip-hop?
1: I would say so. But the way you describe it as being a lifestyle genre... I don't think that he's come from a hip. Well, I don't know his background, so I can't say. But I would put him as hip hop pop. I would put him in the same category as like Nicki Minaj. Not as far as talent goes, or not as far. Nicki Nicki
0: Minaj is hip hop.
1: I know that, but as far as like a lot, she has some pop songs. So when I. And pop pop is not a bad word. Let's get that out of the way. Pop is not a bad word. That's some great yeah. pop music. Yeah. Pop, it it's so. It's not purpose. a bad word. It's a terrible word. It's not. I love pop music. Um <laughs> love it, love it, love it. But no, I would say he's a hip hop artist. Sorry, I circled around that a long time,
0: huh? I I see. Yeah, that was a one. Well, either way, uh I I, I will say this. I, I do know that Drake kind of threw some slight shots at at most deaf one time. Uh, he put out a poetry book that I bought and the neighbor stole. But Drake whatever. did?
1: Yeah. I didn't know that. Come it's on, not, Tupac.
0: It's not a real poetry book. It's a one-liner Instagram caption poetry book. So it's not like he's, like, busting down haikus. But... Uh,
1: Five-seven-five.
0: It's a haiku. Five-seven-five. That's... Right. Syllables. 575. So... Uh, so he, he drops his poetry book and then, um, I believe a couple models were reading it on Complex, perhaps. And, um, and I, I think, I think somebody commented about like, this is not real hip hop or something along the lines of that. And he, he made a statement that said, uh, that said, um, you know, can, can you get like the baddest girls on the internet to read this book versus the president of the most deaf fan club? And, you know, I think once you start people. Throwing people's names in there. Then, like, Shade comes in, and you know, oh, you said my name, now I'm gonna say your name. So, Drake picked this fight. I don't know if he necessarily picked most deaf as a diss. I think he was like, let me just find the most boom bap kind of guy. That's
1: kind of shady, the most deaf fan club, the highest girls on the internet, or the most deaf fan club. That's Shade. Well, you know, he's, you know. Everyone throws Shade. Yeah. But I'm.
0: Convinced I mean, Drake is a little not a little. I need the Max win. <laughs> ah <laughs>
1: he for the girls. <laughs> and the boys. Yeah. And the girls what are you, RL. Yeah. Yeah. Nice peace for everybody. Allegedly. He's Drake. Yeah. He has something for the people. And people. <laughs>
0: moving on all right so let's talk about something that made everybody have a conversation especially because you and i started off in in hollywood doing the whole acting thing
1: uh-huh. uh
0: so taraji p henson who's the star of the new color purple the musical movie i haven't
1: seen it yet but you know i never really like musicals like that
0: mm. well uh taraji p henson uh was asked why does she work so much and potentially would she be retiring because that's the rumor around town she responded saying tearfully that she wasn't getting paid enough uh, and that she has to work so much uh, in Hollywood to do a bunch of movies and TV shows just to keep up uh, because every time she does another project and she breaks another barrier, they they tell, they tell her that she's just essentially not enough and she always has to start back at the beginning and she's just not getting paid enough. So, uh, so that kind of affected, I believe, uh the rollout for the color purple movie i think um, it
1: made people want to go see it right it made them
0: want to go see it. no it, it, it bombed it did yeah it bombed but uh but just in the box office it'll make money somewhere else oh yeah but
1: put on HBO max
0: yeah yeah, yeah yeah something some it'll something will happen but ultimately she said all of that and, uh, and it sparked this whole career of black women in Hollywood just not making enough money and people disrespecting them. And I'll give you one example. She said that she was in one of my favorite movies, Benjamin Button. Yeah,
1: I love that movie. She did so good. She, she did no great. No people but not Oscar.
0: Yes. And she got paid $150,000. It was a negotiated amount because they wanted to pay her $100,000. I think she asked for $200,000 and they landed on $150,000. Meanwhile, Brad Pitt got paid $20 million dollars for his role in Benjamin Button.
1: That's understandable. I, I would say, instead of comparing it to Brad Pitt, she, we should look at probably Kate Blanchett, because she played a love interest, which is another supporting character. Brad was the lead, and he his face was on, on the movie. Um, and Taraji, I don't think she had that much behind her when Benjamin Button came out. That was like her first like...
0: White um, movie.
1: Yeah, and remember Hilary Swang, I think, got paid like Fifty thousand dollars for um, when she played. Uh, I didn't see the movie, but she played a boy, boys like this, or when her head was shaved, Hillary Swank? or Musters, uh, Million Dollar Baby. I know she got paid like so. I think there's there's different things our industry works because you know we're in this industry. I'm in it in, in the reality side, so uh, you you have to negotiate your contracts or your people that you have in charge, they have to negotiate what you want. They have to. Because there's a lot of, I mean, because it, it it comes from, like I understand what she's saying, she wants the accolades, which she has, but she also wants the money to go with it. She wants to be treated like the superstar, like everybody else on her level is, and she should. She definitely should. Black women should, and I saw this thing on, on Facebook where they're comparing her to Ellen Pompeo, who's been on Grey's Anatomy for the 19, 19 20 season, which is still not a good comparison. She needs a team. She needs a team that's going to ask what she wants, but she has to also be ready to not get it and then go from there. It's, it's sad because there's not so many roles, I think, still. Uh, especially prominent roles for black actresses and, and actors. They usually go to the same people and she's one up there. So um, they will probably try to pass it off on somebody else and lowball them and lowball them. But it it's whatever's in your it in your contract. But we all suffer through that. Like I might I didn't haven't worked my show ended what, November? So I have to wait for another show. And, like, still, for my feelings, right there, like, most like actors and writers and production people, and all of us, we all have to, like, once one show ends, now we have to start to find a new show. We have to get a new job. We have to get a new gig. It's the cycle of, of our work. You know, she talks about working for long hours, which is, is the industry, of course. But when she says she didn't have a car service, you have to ask for that. From, from my side, I'm in production, right? So if, if there is talent, right, the, the producer's talent, they will tell us what that person wants and we, and the line producer will see if it's in the budget and if we can afford it and if it's the much, if we have to have it, then the line producer will move money around so that we can make sure that we make this happen for our star or for the person that's, uh, not even star, but for, for, for the talent, right? But she talks about being there long hours and, and you know, not having, uh, having to drive herself, there are also so many people that work behind the scenes. I know the actor is the, the they, they are the product. But you have you have the grips and you have the people who are there at, at that work in 14, 16 hours that don't get overtime as well that have to be there after you leave and still have to drive themselves home as well. So I, I don't know. I Maybe I'm coming looking at it because I work on set. So I'm like, when I hear that kind of complaint and I know that, you can ask for it. You can ask for it.
0: But what and if, if they, they say no? if
1: they say no, then either you have to you have to see if that if that job is right for you, if you want to do this type of thing, or you go over. Hey, you go to you, you go to the next boss. You can go to the next boss. If your name carries that weight, then you go to the next boss. That's what you have to do. You have to keep going until you get what you want. But I think a lot of things could have been solved just asking for it, sound, it sounded like she was like, oh, we didn't have this, and we didn't have that. But was it, did you ask for that in your contract? Did you ask for you wanted a car service? Because a lot of times, they will have PAs, I mean, I work in reality, so it may be different on, on, on scripted. PAs, they're ready to drive you back to your hotel. Or, some people, I know for our show, they want their own car. They want their own vehicle. They want to drive themselves. So there's some people that want different things. You know what I mean? And every on every, on every set you go to, everyone's going to complain about what? Now, they should have got fed. I heard that they didn't get fed. That's stupid. That's dumb. Or that they had to prepare all in the same room. They had to get ready in the same room or something like that. Mm. Which is part of a space thing. Maybe they ran out a space big enough where they thought, oh, okay, well, we can put this person right here, this person right there, this person right here. Comparison is a thief of all joy. And I think sometimes we get to a point where we're all just kind of comparing, 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 where we miss the blessings that are right in front of our faces. You know what I mean? I think sometimes that... Kind of happens, but I think she has every right to ask for what she wants. That she has every right. She, Viola Davis, her, Carrie, We have so many uh, Angela Bassett. We have so many great Black actresses and actors that get get looked over and 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 not making the right amount of money and what they should. And we need we need to change that. But I don't know. That was my take.
0: I feel like in the case of Taraji not getting paid enough across the board from. Benjamin Button up until color purple, is there's a case to be made on every side. So if we take Benjamin Button, for example, and we say, well, she only got paid $150,000 versus Brad Pitt's $20 million. Now, how about I start from the case of Taraji? If I was her, I think she has a legitimate case, but two things I think are glaring And a lot of people make this mistake when they talk about business, finances, and personal desire. So first, I don't think that uh, the complaint without the solution uh, is the best way to move forward. If you don't feel like 150,000 was not the correct amount, I think that we have to have a conversation with actual figures and numbers to dictate how much is the right amount. Now, granted she didn't negotiate for 200,000, is that what you wanted or is that what you were pushing for? Did you if you got 200,000 would you have complained about it? Would you have felt like it wasn't enough? And it sounds like it because you're comparing your $150,000 to Brad Pitt's $20 million. Which I don't think it's a fair comparison. And it's not a fair comparison. The second thing is in these conversations no one ever talks about residuals ever. And in big movies like Benjamin Button, she's going to be eating off of that movie for a very, very long time. It's not something that just just because she got paid that $150,000, she'll never get residuals again. Sorry, but that's just a part of the union, you know. And yeah. they're not going to buy her out. It's not a commercial. Yeah, it's not a buyout. Yeah, she, she's going to get paid residuals and it just is... What it is. It was a studio film, right? It yeah, of course. A, yeah, it definitely wasn't some indie movie. Indie. I mean it, it made a lot of money and it made money over the years. So for sure. Did I should negotiate
1: know. box office, like getting stuff from the box office. Because some not, some people can do that.
0: I'm not gonna go down the negotiation path because I feel like uh in many, her team. In many cases, Uh, you can negotiate your way out of a job and then ultimately there's so many actresses in la somebody will take whatever you didn't want to take and then when it works for them now it's going to piss you off even more so I, i i don't think it's right for me to go down the negotiation path however there's one thing that she said that i feel really hurt her case so she mentioned that after tax after she paid her team she was left with not that much money and she ended up having to pay $30,000 for her son's private school. Oh!
1: It has to be in LA, too, because I worked in school. They are expensive. And that's a semester, probably, or a year.
0: To be honest, when you're making a public claim about how you're underpaid, talking about certain privileges, I think, weakens your argument. Yep. Because... Sounds like you live
1: above your means. Exactly.
0: Like ultimately the average person is probably not paying $30,000 a year, $2,500 a month to send their child to public, to private school. They're just sending them to public school for free. And they're probably still struggling with that. So the moment you mention your personal decisions, along with why you deserve more it uh, kind of weakens your argument, not to say that the argument is weak. But I just don't think she should have mentioned that because now people are like, they're going to focus on, well, why don't you just send your kids to public school? You know, and then the argument goes down that path. What charter school? Charter school, whatever it is. But it's not about the school. So on the studio side, the studio spends maybe $200, $250 million on a movie like this.
1: And they want to get that money back. And
0: they want to get that money back. And chances are, it may not make... It may not break even or make the money in box office. Again, Hollywood accounting is funky. They'll make money eventually. But for the most part, the the biggest draw is that box office uh, income. So, yeah, sometimes it takes five or six, maybe ten movies to pay off nine failures. But the studio is strategically aligning their finances to pay whoever it is to make them the largest return. So when you are financing a film and you put Brad Pitt in it and you put his face on the, on the poster and you say this is a Brad Pitt and Kate Bunchett movie, they're not doing that because they just respect Brad Pitt. They just look at him as a piece of meat, a product, and somebody who can sell their product, you know?
1: His name carries a lot of weight, especially then.
0: Exactly. And, and probably still now, I think. Oh, yeah. He's, you know? he's, he's one of the he's, last he's golden, celebrities,
1: you know? yeah. that, that group, they're the last like real... Megastars. Yeah, that, we've, right. that we're ever going to have.
0: So, I don't think it's fair for her to say Brad Pitt got $20 million no, when ultimately, if, he, if, if the movie didn't make any money back, they're not going to say it's because Taraji played his mom. They're going to say it's because Brad Pitt must not be a star anymore and he's cut off. So, when you compare yourself... I feel like you kind of have to do it apples apples for apples, apples yeah. and not you know apples to oranges.
1: Because the the I feel like what she was getting at that was like you know that's the white man, you know, which they do kind of make more, more money than everybody else sometimes. But when it comes to films, you have to look at the um, what's the IMDb the uh, star like call sheet? No, no, no. Um, the who's number one on call sheet. Like who's the star? Like you have yeah. who, who's the who's, top,
0: the above the line people.
1: Yeah. Uh, so whoever is leading leading the movie. So for that movie, it was that's why I don't like that she compared it because it was him leading that movie. Right. She was supporting. Right. So it, yeah. that comparison already is kind of like, well, why is why are you doing that? I believe that, and I know that box office and for a long time, I know like black people don't bring people to the movies, even though black folks go to the movies.
0: I think what they say but, now is that black people don't draw international audiences, which could, could te- which could potentially be true because Tyler Perry doesn't he doesn't uh, um, distribute outside of America.
1: He's doing well for himself though inside. Exactly. America. But exactly, but I would say like if it's a if it's a co lead movie, right? Uh, I think Jessica Chastain did this when her and uh, Octavia Spencer was uh-huh. in a film, yeah, and Jessica Chastain was getting paid, I guess a whole lot more than Octavia Spencer. Uh, right. Octavia Spencer, but they were co-leading this movie. Right. It was both of them doing the press, both of them on the movie. With things like that, I think it's fair to be paid similar or almost the same. Right. I think I think that's just right. Especially and when Jessica you're doing the tech. same amount of work.
0: And Jessica, well, the amount in, of... In a
1: sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're doing the same... if When I say same amount of work, if, if you're... If the movie's on my back and your back, see what I'm saying? If it's yeah. my movie and your, oh, that Octavia Spencer movie. You know what I mean? Benjamin mm-hmm. Button was that Brad Pitt movie. You know right, right, I mean? right, 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 That's right, right. That's what I mean. Then that then that's fair. Yeah. But when you have a clear star of the movie, like mm-hmm. this is this person's movie, then, though, you can't.
0: You know. Jessica Chastain <laughs> also gave up part of her uh, salary so that her and Octavia Spencer could have the same amount of money. So I don't necessarily believe that Tarashi P Henson is incorrect in what she's saying I just think that when she presents information it needs to be something that people can understand because most people who she's complaining to are gonna watch this on social media and there's gonna be like you work in TV, you work in movies, right. you're Y'all sending your kid to $30,000 schools, I'm poor, I don't have that option, and they're just going to just throw it away, and then you have outcomes like Color Purple, where not too many people are going to go watch it, Book of Clarence*. you got like 2 or $3 million on a $40 million budget in this first weekend. I think I think celebrities have to kind of think about, and I get that she was very emotional in the moment, yeah, that was the thing. She, she was crying, crying. Yeah. and things like that, but... Um, you know, Hollywood is a funky place to try and make people feel for you, especially when you're doing a dream job that everybody wishes they could be. How many people wish that they could, I don't know, go do Empire and get $25,000 per episode or dollars she 50, talked about 000. that,
1: too. She said she had nothing lined up for it, which to me just sounds like it was not just poor management, but poor leadership of your management. You have to be vocal with what you once. She's like at the Empire there was nothing. There was nothing that I was like, Well what you, you she says I had to fire my whole team. But even with that team, maybe they were a bad team, but also you have to go in and like still advocate for yourself and say, Hey, you know what, I need this setup. I want this setup. Can we get this meeting? I know we're on this Empire like you still have to do some type of you know, putting yourself uh, out there, I think.
0: That sounds like victim blaming.
1: Okay, sometimes victims can be blamed. <laughs> <I>
0: mean, <laughs> sometimes I,
1: we make ourselves a victim, we do it to
0: ourselves. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? I'm not necessarily blaming her. Well, no, I am. I think we all have some blame in, in our own successes and our mis, uh, misfortunes. That's some, and not every situation, but in some situations, we can be more proactive and get shit done. Mm. But I'm not in her life. I don't know. I was not on her team. Um, but if you need somebody, hire me. Um,
0: the genius speaks. Girl. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't see Color Purple though because. And I love Fantasia. I'm just waiting for it to come on HBO Max. But I don't really like musicals.
0: Can you give me a favor real quick and slide your chair this way just a little tiny bit? Yeah. We're a little bit more. Yeah, cool. And then forward. Take it back. Oh, down, yeah, y'all. perfect. All right. Why so watch- why why didn't you watch Color Purple?
1: Oh, I wasn't going to movies to see it, no way. I might see Origin. I don't like, you know, I don't like musicals. I mean, I like musicals. Do I like musicals? I would go see a live musical, but not every day. You ain't gonna see me just turn on a musical to watch because I just don't. But I love Fantasia. Like I love Fantasia's voice so much, and I I might see it. I'm sure I see it eventually, but it's not something that I was like, I gotta go see.
0: I'm gonna have you readjust one more time. Turn your chair slightly this way. Yeah, perfect. Here, you, hear me now. Yes.
1: Father! <clears throat> That's from Tyler Perry. I know the preacher in that. Uh, Terrell.
0: Oh my gosh, why do you keep falling out of frame? Oh, maybe because I keep leaning. Right there. Good. <gasps> Would you like a podcast? Um, but I, 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 feel for, I feel for Taraji. I feel for all the ladies. I, I find, I found it very funny. I think Vivica A. Fox was like, I'm good. Like, I didn't experience that. Um, when they, when she TMZ asked show. her. Is she? Yeah. Okay. Like a
1: mystery show, something like that.
0: So I, I, do feel for her and, uh, and I, I would love, I wish I could have the conversation to say, what, what do you think is appropriate? Uh, because we, we, we often talk about things in such vague Ways like I didn't get enough, he got 20 million, I got 150,000. Well, what do we think is the right amount? And, and only uh, she can tell us that, and uh, yes. And another thing that I feel when you're coming from the opposite side, you know, if, if anybody here has ever owned a, a business, you know how anybody here, uh, listen, <laughs> any of the listeners. Uh, if you've ever owned a company, you, you know that people have like high demands, you know, they want to get paid really well and you know how difficult it is uh, to, to get that money. And oftentimes you have multiple different types of calculations some way. Sometimes we call it market rate. You know how much you're going to pay a person and how much they deserve to get paid. And uh, and, and I would love to know if that's something that, you know, we need to think about. But lastly... I do think that as black people who have come into some wealth, uh, it's probably our duty the moment we step into some kind of wealth to invest it so that way eventually we can own whatever it is that we're trying to do and you can pay yourself what you think you deserve. Unfortunately, we don't have the ability to be the same workers as Brad Pitt or as uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, who can, you know, do these big movies, get paid the multi millions. Denzel. Denzel, but Denzel doesn't get paid the same way that Leonardo gets paid.
1: Oh yeah, no. Right. So oh, well, I, I don't know actually.
0: We don't have we don't have the ability to get those paychecks, which means that we do have to own more of the market space. We have to um, create more and uh, find ways for us to be entrepreneurial leaders. Unfortunately that's the cards that we're dealt with so it's not only about supporting each other but it really is about developing yourself into becoming something you may not want to be but you have to surround yourself with people who can help you do that much like kevin hart he owns his production company tyler perry i know everyone doesn't have that bone in them but but just think about it.
1: Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Office. People get their own production company. Yeah. Or you become an ex- executive producer on the show, which is another title that you can have. But that's
0: the same thing as, like, begging, right? Like,
1: no, not really. No, no, no. It, it's a, it's I, a, I'm a job, saying, like,
0: sometimes but... you can get those roles, but then you don't get them sometimes. Or maybe some people don't want to fa- you know, facilitate those roles or whatever. But I'm just saying, when we own it and we're not oh, yeah. asking for it, we get it on our own, uh, it, it develops a different ability for us to succeed. I think yeah, Kevin absolutely. Hart is the best example of that because, yes, he's going to act in his own movies As he should. and he's going to get the executive role. He's going to make the decisions, uh, but he may not have the same arguments. And again, Kevin Hart is a man. I know that we're talking about women, but uh, yeah, I, I think unfortunately we're just dealt with the cars that. Say that we have to own versus just keep asking and asking and asking because obviously we have they don't to make care. it happen. Look at look at Color Purple, executive produced by Oprah, and it seems like Taraji still has some kind of tension.
1: I don't think it's I don't think it's that they they've kind of cleared that up, but also Oprah is just putting her money behind behind the project. We don't. Well, you see, executive producer usually that's. Especially if it's a celebrity name, it's the money that Harvey Weinstein was the good producer for a lot of them. So it was it was the money. Yeah, but that Harvey came Weinstein in.
0: owned the production company. That,
1: and Oprah is she's from my understanding, she's putting her money behind it. Warner no, no, Brothers. No, that, that's what I'm saying what well, that's what she and Taraji and all of them were saying on I was saying it on TikTok or From from my understanding something. it doesn't and seem then,
0: like uh, Oprah put her money in. It seemed like they were using her name to market the film.
1: I think she put her money behind it.
0: No, because- I can't say
1: what I heard that on, but I did hear that Oprah, um, that people went to blaming Oprah when she was just executive producer putting her money on it when they should have went to Warner Bros. And Taraji said that whenever they had a problem or issue, they would call Oprah. Uh, and somebody was like, well, they shouldn't have to call Oprah because she wasn't, like working on the film mm. her name was on because she was in the film mm. and she was she was an executive producer for the i think for the original color purple for broadway mm. so she's been involved in color purple for a very long time so i think she was it's <laughs> the wrong word i'm use overseeing it i was like she was the overseer she was <laughs> kind of in more in, in, in more cases overseeing the the project when you know come in and out being those you know, everybody want to get that job, they're a yes person, like, oh, yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I yeah. think it was kind of one of those, like...
0: Yeah. I uh, mean, I, I do remember Oprah saying something along the lines of, um, you know, this is what the studio gave us and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So she could have just been deflecting. I don't always think that, that the executive producer is putting their money behind it. They could, they could also just be somebody who goes down the financial route. Of, of obtaining finances for the film and yeah, they're yeah. not coming out of pocket. They're like, oh, I have this connection in China, they can get us $5 million and then they pump that into yeah. the movie and whatever, whatever. But yeah, I mean, either way, um, it's it's a messed up situation and I, and, I, and I hope we don't sound like we're like victim blaming, but I do mm-hmm. think that, uh, that, that down the line we could see more success coming from Taraji.
1: Yeah, and I think, well, Taraji is Taraji P. Henson. She's a household name. I mean, the whole industry is becoming something different now, but, you know, she's Taraji.
0: All right. Let's go down the old Biden path. Oh, God. So, Joe Biden has officially forgiven over $136 billion in student loans. Well, how
1: did I get? I missed the deadline, didn't I?
0: I don't think so because the oh. other day he forgave five billion dollars in student loans let me give you the details so if you if you have if you owe under twelve thousand dollars uh and you're a public servant nurse firefighter Four. teacher Plus two. they do serve the public
1: uh-huh.
0: yeah i don't think they are part of that Fuck. and there's a chance they may not have student loans um, <laughs> well i do <laughs> Free? guess <laughs> just start selling It for free. Okay. <laughs> I think that's kind of the opposite because you owe money, so you should probably. I do. double do. I pay your them. Fee, <laughs> you know? uh, but so he he Joe Biden canceled these student loans canceled, and I do believe that it was a uh, student loan forgiveness program that existed before, but they're kind of packaging it as like, uh, you know, new? yeah, as a new situation. So, with all of these student loan cancellations, do you think that Joe Biden is really making headway uh, into the minds of the people and the hearts of the people? Because no, he nobody seems, know
1: about that. Why you know about it? Did they announce it somewhere? They did. Where?
0: Everywhere. I, I saw it in a bunch of headlines.
1: Didn't see it. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't even think it's Joe Biden doing it. It's somebody else. Yeah. He he don't know what's happening. Right. <laughs> Joe, we're going to put your name on this. Joe, just put, put, your, put your, hold the pen. Hold the pen for, mm, let's, go ahead, put that signature. Yeah, we're we going to pass it now, Joe. Yeah, okay now. All right. It's, it's one of them. That's how it went down? That's how it went down. Okay then. <laughs> Somebody right. tell Joe to put his socks on. <laughs> <laughs> he had me walking around that White House with no socks on his feet. He's 99 years old. (laughs) Holy. He's only 81. Oh. (laughs) He's so old. And I don't mean that in like a mean way, but (laughs) it's like with someone just like, even if you're young, you act old. Like you're just like, you know. And my grandma, my great grandma's 103, and she moves around. She ain't old. She moves around way better than Joe. Biden. <laughs> oh, he had a grandpa. He had a great great grandpa. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> oh, man. But that's our president. That's our president. We love him. That's our president. <laughs> Second round? That's all we got. Uh, hey. <laughs> we'll see. In November again.
0: It'll come I fast, mean, Unlike your normal situations. Yeah, I'd never come.
1: Um, <laughs> still waiting. I know a lot of boys are still there waiting. Yeah. <laughs> told them I'd be back three years ago. I ain't came back yet. Mm. Um, um, I mean, I... If I look within my heart, because I'm trying to stay a little away from politics, because everybody gets so, like, weird. Um, (laughs) It's so, like...
0: (laughs) It sucks. I have another political question for
1: you. (laughs) It's fine. I don't get, like... You know me. I don't get super, like, crazy passionate about it anymore because, you know... mm. Um, But, no, I I hope... I wish there was another candidate for the Democratic Party. I feel like Kim running is kind of selfish... He acts like he's the only one that can beat Trump, which I, I, I honestly don't think that's the case. I think people want something new, something vibrant. I think we are thankful mm-hmm. for his service, uh, for what he has done. Um, but I think now, and we have to look at the, the times we're in. So people usually vote as the times we're in. So what's going on currently in the world kind of plays a part when you go into the voting booth, even if it's not the current president's fault if, you know, gas is up or this is it, and you know what I mean? That's just kind of what you're going to go in. You're like, I can't do this again. We got to have a change. The people will vote for a change, usually. Uh, especially if they're not, like, a minority that really have to vote for interest. Like, you know, me being gay and taking away my rights. Me being...
0: You're freaking gay.
1: Sometimes. It depends on how many dicks I have in my mouth at a certain time. It's a math. Yeah, it's right. equation. Right. Two dicks, no. Bye. Four digs, still no, just a little bit Freak. Seven digs, well, you know, in the Bible, seven is no completion, so... Don't
0: know. do that. <laughs> not, <laughs> not on this
1: podcast. <laughs> not on this
0: podcast. This is in the <laughs> book of Devion. This is in the book of Devion. It'll be more of a pamphlet. <laughs> not on this podcast. A leaflet. We <laughs> <You> love Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't I do that. Too. I didn't say anything blasphemous.
1: Seven is a number of completion. Seven dicks means you complete it. I just use the biblical reference to frame homosexuality.
0: This guy's a freak.
1: <laughs> I'm not, but anyway, yeah, I mean, hopefully, what's your next political question on this? All right, so Nikki Haley was asked, I didn't know she was brown. This whole time, I had no idea she was Indian-American. Is she Indian-American?
0: She is. Her name yeah. is Nimrata.
1: I didn't know that. I thought it was Nikki. Like Nicki Minaj.
0: She whitened up her name so that she can get good credit. I understand
1: that. I get that.
0: I don't know. I made that up. But, oh. so,
1: <laughs> lies. Liza Minnelli.
0: Uh, Nicki Haley was asked if America is... A racist country and she no. said no come on come. hold on hold on but that's not on, what she was hold asked on, hold, uh, on, hold, hold on hold, hold on. on hold on hold on, on. Okay. you gotta let me finish it for okay. the clip when cute. i cut the clip it got to be clear you see what i'm saying cute Go ahead. okay so uh nikki now haley it. asked if- okay she was asked nikki haley was asked if america was ever a racist country and her answer was no but then she claimed that she has experienced racism. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I saw the I, I, I saw that she was asked, was her party a racist party? And she went, she said, no, is it, America's not racist. We've never been a racist country. Which I think she kind of got tripped over her words. The hard part is she just doubled down. Everyone knows, white, black, Asian, Mexican, everyone knows America, has racism and was a racist country i mean we everywhere was racist in a sense so it's kind of like yeah we're racist but i, I she, she i don't think she should have doubled down on what she said i think she should have corrected what she said
0: and said what instead
1: i said yeah we were a racist country people deal with racism people deal with racism there's is if we it said were we ever a racist country? Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> were we ever a racist country? Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> now, she didn't, they didn't ask, Are we still a racist country? Then ask that question. Asked were we, was America ever a racist country? We never, no, they didn't even ask that. She said America's never been a racist country. That's what that's a statement she made, not a question to not, not an answer to a question. She just made that statement America was never a racist country, and that's just a lie. That's just a lie.
0: Is America racist today?
1: I think there's pockets pockets of racism. Uh, I think there. Are, I don't think there. I, I don't think that there are the same protections for a lot of different groups. And you know, racism is not just with uh, black folks, right? You know, you get black Asian American, you got Indigenous people. So that question, I think, as a whole, I don't think we're trying to be as a country, or the country is trying to be if you say as a whole but i do think yeah there're definitely pockets of racism in a lot of different areas all over the country <laughs> and it looks it looks different per person you know what i mean you can have we can we're both cuz being being a person of color is not a monolith like we don't have the same experiences we don't like all the same things and all that but, and we will have different experiences there are some people that claim to never experience racism and they're my age me, I, I, I have experienced it. So in, in my worldview, yeah, I've experienced racism in America. So much, so when I went to London, and I, I always say this, and this is why I loved being in London because I felt like an American and not just like a black person. And here, it because I feel like uh, I don't feel I feel less of an America uh, of an American in America than I do overseas. Does that make
0: sense?
1: And mm-hmm. and I yeah I, I, uh, I don't know I don't know if that answered the question. Of that
0: we're well, we're gonna get back to the London point, but Ooh. I think when I think after Nikki Haley says something like America has never been a racist country or uh, the Republican Party is not a racist party, and then people freak out because they want her to say yes, it's a racist country. It's a it's hold not, on one second. No, no, no. It's a it's a racist. It's every. It, and it's like, well, she's a politician number one, okay? Pants if if you just immediately say it's a racist country or a sexist country or this or that, you it's like saying you have 10 members of your family and three of them are drunks, it's a drunken family. Yeah. It's kind of a difficult thing to say because, uh, yeah, you have to kind of understand that within an environment and within a nation, there are acts of racism, and it's not hard to understand, but does that mean that the entire country is racist? I, I can understand when somebody says, no, I don't think so. Kamala Harris said that it's not a racist country. Plenty of people have said it's hey, not. Yeah. But when we freak out, and we do this every four years, we, we freak they... out every four years, they get donkey of the day. And what do you want them to say? You know, if she's a woman who's running for president, Nikki Haley, she's running for president. Do you think she wants to go down the path of campaigning on her being a woman or a victim? No, she's she wants to be as strong or as confident or as charming or as charismatic as the men are. In fact, if it's possible, she would appeal to the women, but kind of strip away the fact that she is a woman so that she can appeal to the masses. That's what the president is here for. Famously, Obama once said he's not the president of black black people, he's not the president of white people, he's the president of the whole damn country. So what do you expect them to say? There is no politician on earth who's gonna win and also claim that this is an evil, terrible country What they might say is, there are acts of evil that happen in the country. What they might say is, we're going down the wrong path. But they're not going to say, for the sake of their own belief in the country, this whole thing is terrible. If it's terrible, stay away. I think there are...
1: And and racism is not always intentional. It's it's not something that people always intend to do. Sometimes it is. Uh, Carmichael Show, uh, they made a joke about, oh, I wish... Uh, 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 private racism or like microaggressions can be worse uh, than racism, than like in your face and then uh, he was like nah, I've been through in your face racism it's pretty bad, (laughs) you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't land that joke but whatever but it's kind of like there are, in, in places of leadership there are people that I think are racist I think there are people that are homophobic. There are people that are sexist. And I think that's going to be people. Sometimes it, it, when it's in um, a place of power, it feels like it waits a, little bit, uh, waits a little bit more. But I totally agree with what you're saying. I mean, most of this country, I think, what is white? 75.5%. So, you, know, right. you have to appeal to that base because that's the majority when it comes to you know the questions, the, the answers that you uh, have to a lot of these questions. And to be frank, racism makes white people uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And no one wants to, no one wants someone to lead lead our country. In a sense, talking shit about it.
0: This is true. So I agree, I, yeah, I agree with what you. Said yeah. I, I
1: think you know she, they still do a today. They made her dunking today. And I don't like the over, I don't like the overreaction to everything. Like, I, it's just, it's just everything gets blown up. It's so dramatic. Everything gets so dramatic. It's like, it's,
0: it's gonna, it's, if it's, Trump to wins be, again, it's gonna be over dramatic, Central. Because just think been about it.
1: Since Trump won.
0: Sure. <laughs>
1: but don't <laughs> they talk about him every day.
0: Think about it. When Trump just said, I'm gonna be a dictator for a day so that I can drill, baby drill, and I can close the border. People just heard I'm gonna be a dictator for a date. and it's like, oh boy. There's
1: checks and balances.
0: Like it's, he- it's like it's kind of rough to listen to because you can tell people are just like looking to be upset. They're yeah. looking to be angry. And look, man, if you don't like the guy, great. But just kind of tailor what you what you outpour. Uh, um, you know, for your own for your own health, man. Anyways. Uh, moving on, uh, so two thousand migrants were placed into a New York City school uh, to shelter them.
1: Oh, I think I heard this.
0: And then uh, the students had to go back and do remote learning again. That's how bad the uh, the migrant situation in New York City is. So New York was famously touting that you know they're a sanctuary city, and uh, you know Texas should. Should take care of the migrants, and they just thought it was ridiculous that Texas didn't have the infrastructure or the finances to take care of the migrants. So Texas leaders started bussing them to New York, and now New Yorkers, including Eric Adams, are finding it very difficult to handle all of the increased population that is coming in through the the bussing of the migrants. What do you think about um, this situation, where you know what you were speaking about? and how you thought you were gonna handle it kind of blows up in your face a little bit.
1: I... I feel like we move... One, these are... These are people. First and foremost. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing, but... (laughs) that busting these people to New York to prove a point is just so childish. It's so petty. Uh just I don't think it is. I think so. I, I mean I, I think I think no, because I think you work out of I think we're sometimes we, we're so divided, but I think if you want What's best? You work out a plan. Then, like, you go to the governor and y'all meet. And you, if you need help, ask for it. You don't just they did. you don't just send them there and be like, hey, you know, now's your problem. So you say we have a problem with it. That's not how uh, you do I it. I think they, you're
0: oversimplifying the situation. <laughs> what do you mean? Because so let me
1: understand what I'm what I'm missing.
0: Because oftentimes it's kind of like going back to the negotiation thing. Like it's so yeah. simple to just say, hey, go to the president and ask for help. Well, Eric Adams is asking the president for help, and he hasn't received a, a phone call back and texas was saying look our state is on the border and we're getting all the migrants the president is telling them not to close the border the border is a federal is a is a, is a federal thing the state in fact right now the state is is going above the the mandates of the federal government to shut down the border because there's so many people you know Coming through. So when you have other states claiming this is what you should have done, this is what you should have done, but they don't have the resources or the ability or the availability to take care of people the way that other states are. Well, then if that's what you're gonna say, then you can handle it.
1: But no, but it still just it that's that is petty. This creates another problem. I think you even one. I don't think you should call. Mm, no, I don't. I don't think that either. I think there's a way to do things right just because someone pisses you off doesn't mean you just bust a whole bunch of people there and say hey it's your problem you deal with it now if you can you know what i mean why not because i think they're they're people
0: sure
1: and you don't you don't just do that to people is a bus bad no it's not the bus but it's going there without a plan you're i i they're migrants yes but you're still governing you know that state right and Mm -hmm. then you're we should be i just feel like we should be working together you know we don't just pass our problem on to somebody else we need to help we need to work with each other to try to fix a problem well, it's kind of like with, with her i don't i don't know i'm not I, I can barely keep my own life together you know I mean, what do it 100 people but i think about when katrina happened in um 2015 and a lot of uh the new orleans kids that came to our school they were like uh our, our school left them with open arms but a lot of different like mississippi schools and stuff um, except a lot of those students, and they just kind of like all the, the neighboring states just kind of helped out where we could, <laughs> but we just helped out where we could when it came to relocating people, when it came to making spaces for people, and I think there's a way for grown-ups, especially if they're leading their different states, no matter red, blue, purple, whatever, to come, have conversations, and say, hey, you know what? This is overwhelming for Texas. This is what we're, this is, this is not, Is it's not working. You know what I mean? So ask for help. Even if it doesn't come, even if it doesn't come from Joe Biden or from the federal government, I think there has to be a way where states can also talk and maybe come up with a plan. I just think there are plans, I think there there's things that could be done. There's helps, help that could happen. There's a lot of different places, like, especially in the middle of the country, where the population is very, very low. And I'm not saying just move people around, because people probably cross with family and stuff like that, but there has to be ways for grown-ups to talk to each other and come up with plans What do you work. think is happening? I, from the way, you, the way you made it sound, I felt like you were saying, like, oh, Eric Adams said something that pissed the governor of Texas off, so the governor was like, okay, now you take him. That's what it sounded like, instead of, like... <clears throat> Even you know Eric has probably shouldn't run his mouth anyway. But it, instead of like, oh hey, uh, Eric, whatever, whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm da, 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 I need your help. We can't uh, house these people. It was more so like, oh, you think you could do better? He'll prove it. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean?
1: Well, let me let me. They're strained New York people. Like, I don't know. L- I don't
0: know. Oh no, the poor New
1: York people. No, no, not like that. It's like, I'm not saying that these people, I'm not looking at the people as a problem. I'm looking at how things happen in our day-to-day life. And if your job is to kind of like put out fires. If you're, you know, you're you're the governor of a border state. So you're gonna have unique, you're gonna have uh, unique obstacles that some other states are not gonna have. Right? So if it's, I don't think people should be chime again, especially if they don't experience the same thing, but we have to be solution-based and not just pass problem to problem. So I don't, I mean, am I missing the the point?
0: I mean, there's obviously one single solution. And, uh, and I I think when you have sanctuary states, because unfortunately- We're a sanctuary
1: state, I think.
0: We're a sanctuary city. City I, I think unfortunately and fortunately every state has their rules and this, that, and the third, right? So when you're not tasked with a specific problem, but your doors are wide open to receive them, well then you should receive them. I think when we talk about, oh, the humanity of people, they put them on a bus, they go to New York, and New York takes them in, puts them in a shelter, puts, obviously they're putting them in a school, they're displacing people uh, to help the migrants that are coming in. So whether it's whether it happened kindly or it happened out of revenge, it doesn't really matter because the outcome is still the same.
1: But there's a right way to do things. It's, there's there's ways no, to, no, no.
0: I think there's ways the, to pair. The, the right way is if everyone has the same rules and everyone agrees. Well, but if New happened. York is a sanctuary state and Texas is not, and then the people of Texas are feeling the brunt. Of the uh, of, of the um, the outcome of this problem, and New York is touting that they can handle it. Well, then let New York New York handle it. Your laws are more lax in that direction.
1: Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I do think there's there, there's something that comes from you know being buddies moral. and
0: friends. Not, I'm not like...
1: friends. But just working together, because in the sense of it all, they are colleagues. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: but what We're, if they're? I mean, the rules are not the same. The rules are not the same, but so even, why should they work together?
1: Because it's the it's the right thing to do.
0: Who says? I do.
1: From my from my from my point of view, I think it's the right thing to do. I think it to have a good working relationship with someone is. It, it makes it it makes it easier for the job for the space. Maybe it make it easier for everybody like to, to, to have a plan I, that I just think that's
0: I mean there's a single plan that needs to be applied and obviously it's not for whatever reason political uh, but it's not being applied and it's on the back of the federal government. so, when we talk about these things and we say like, oh, there needs to be a plan and things like that, there actually doesn't really need to be a plan because there's already a plan in place and people are just breaking the rules to that plan. Does that make sense?
1: Kind of. Who's breaking the rules to what plan?
0: Well, if we there's have... There's
1: a process in place and people are not following the right process. Correct, exactly. So, but does that fall on...
0: The federal government.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But do, I mean, when it comes to like... Cause you know have the states right thing does it fall on the individual who, are, who is breaking the rules so if texas the texas i mean, you know i mean I'm, i don't know really anything about politics but if they have their rules to deal with the people that are breaking the rules shouldn't it, shouldn't they deal with it that way they Does that aren't. make sense? and is is that is that way like, oh, if you come in uh, the country um, not the legal way, then we will bus you to another to a sanctuary state so you'll be safe, or is it you have to leave the country? I mean that's what I'm saying, I don't what I don't know the rules when it comes to, hey, this person, our state is governed this way. they broke the state's rules, so this 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 is what happens when this happens. I didn't. I don't think busting them somewhere was a part of like. Unless it's a new thing, you
0: know, could be. It, it's it's a it's a response. It's yeah, a response. it's a petty response. It, yeah, but you know what's it's really funny, you but. know what's really petty, and it's not funny. I think I think what's really petty is saying we have this procedure that we have to go through, but but for my own political gain. You have to take care of these people, balance the budget enough to take taxpayer money and and pay for an ever-growing population where you cannot um, have infrastructure to help these people out in the real way. So yeah, people may not be a fan of them going to New York and sleeping in shelters or sleeping in schools, but what about the people who go to Texas and Texas is a like breaking at the brim They don't have enough to help these people So now people are living on the street They're living They're. It's like, it's like an ever evolving problem And there's no simple solution Because every state right, yeah. has their different Ideas and ideals About how to solve this problem And there's one single solution There's one
1: Yeah but you're not gonna say that
0: I don't have to say it Because yeah. the country already said it Yeah
1: I mean, I yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess my problem, my problem wasn't them sleeping in shelters, or I just felt like, or I thought there would be a process when it happened,
0: like returning, like or a something, piece like of I, clothing I, from Ross. No. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: But you know, if you overstay your visa, there's consequences. We all but know that. But they don't right? have visas. I know. So what happens? What happens when that happens? What's like the protocol if that happens?
0: You know you, what I'm saying? I, should, I don't know what the I, we should call Obama.
1: No, I ain't gonna call Obama. It don't affect me. Like they that.
0: call him Deportation in Chief.
1: I mean, I, I, we have to, because <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I don't necessarily think that's completely wrong. In a way, I think there's a right way and a wrong way to do things, Holy. right? I, I think there's laws in place for a reason, and I think we just because there's a law doesn't mean it ha- we have to be evil about it, or we have to. You know what I mean? There's things that we can do to to have a solution to a problem. You know what I mean? Like I know you say there's one solution, but I mean, or to kind of like. Remedy the situation as a foot And maybe that was his way of remedying By sending them to New York and saying hey sanctuary! City If they're up there they can stay In the United States of America They have no uh, risk of being um, Deported Then I don't know I, I don't know I don't. I have no law degree I have no political science degree I don't know I'm just hearing about this now So you know I'm just whatever Not whatever
0: to the people Like <laughs> love people How could uh, you say that to the migrants? Uh, Oh, you I can't, just... you can't get your way out of this. Oh. You can't get your way out oh. of this, okay? Oh. We don't feel bad for you. Oh. It's not 2020 anymore. Oh, it okay. came. First time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Could> you imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got one last thing for you. Let's one see, let's see. more time. Dang. Okay, let's see. Gen Z is aging poorly. Favorite black movies of the 2020s. Ways of layoffs. Jeff Bezos and his sexy girl walking around. In a sexy I really need baby. to keep up with pop culture because I
1: have no idea what's going on in the world.
0: In the movies, and <laughs> the- <laughs> I like living in my little delusion. Did you see Felicia Rashad in The Beekeeper? Just in the trailer.
1: Did I? I saw the trailer. This is Jason Stamos? No, Jason.
0: Jason Stamos. <laughs> what does I say? I need
1: the Max win <laughs> The one the ball head. Is it Jason Statham? Stay Satan. How are you, a Brit? Soak him. Soap them Sacrum? Sacrum. Sacrum? Sacrum. sacrum. But, butthole? Did you say sacrum? What'd you say? <laughs> Statham. them
0: him Inverted buttholes.
1: So, I thought the movie was about Beyonce, so I was very disappointed. I was disappointed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's end it off good. The <laughs> best movies you've seen in the 2020s. The best black movies you've seen in the 2020s. I really
1: like the blackening.
0: I I thought it was was really really entertaining. I heard it was really good. Yeah,
1: I really, really liked that movie. I think they they set it up so a sequel could happen.
0: Nothing else? (laughs) (laughs) I think
1: it... Oh, Renaissance. Renaissance, Renaissance, Renaissance. Brilliant, great, three hours. Like a Kojic Sunday. (laughs) But it's good and necessary. You need to be there.
0: You need Uh, to be careful before... (laughs) Like
1: a Kojic Sunday. That's a good black joke. Come on. Black people know we have church too long. Eleven o'clock service. It's, it's three true. hours.
0: Haitian church is way longer than three.
1: See, can't go. You know, you had two minute welcomes. Moonie about to welcome me
0: three times. <laughs> oh a lot of singing.
1: The choir song. How many songs?
0: A lot of singing. <laughs> a lot of singing. I went to the
1: pastor woman sing a solo in the first lady.
0: <laughs> I went to a Haitian church. This is interesting. So I went to a Haitian church uh, last weekend in New York. Right and. Uh, No, no, I'm sorry. I went to a Haitian church a couple months ago in New York, but I went to a Caribbean church last week in New York and the pastor said something that I thought was really odd. So he was like, "Uh, we're going to bring people into the church to help your pastor out because I'm getting old and I'm getting a little bit tired and I need assistance because I can't do it all myself. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, totally understandable.
1: Well, I just stepped down.
0: No, it's just too much work. Like, that's why some churches have assistant pastors. Oh, he has know. no one? No, he has no one. So he oh, was like, okay. yeah, okay. So he's like, we're going to bring a couple people into the churches to help me, you know, you know yeah. lead better. And so everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, like, that's totally awesome. He goes, and that person is going to work. That person is going to work hard. And everyone's like, amen, hallelujah. He's going to work really hard. And the pastor goes, and then I'm going to pull a whip out, and I'm just going to keep on whipping him until he works hard so that way the pastor can put his feet up. I'm going to whip him, and I'm going to whip him. And then everyone is like, hallelujah. Whip, whip.
1: Uh, yeah. I think he thought he was doing something with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: okay. pastors should be trying to be funny, but
0: yeah. Stick, stick to stick preaching. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're so blasphemous. <laughs> that what makes it. Little, funny. Na- Little Nas Dev. No relation.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so you've seen the blackening in the twenty. I've seen the blackening, but I haven't
1: seen that many movies.
0: I don't think black ones especially <laughs>
1: this is a narrative <laughs> I do not hate myself or my black culture I love it
0: <laughs> I didn't say that you keep implying it I'm just saying which black movies have you liked what black movies you've seen I saw the woman
1: king and what's the twi- oh I saw the woman king I love that movie that movie was 2020s. fantastic it
0: was so good don't disagree with me no you I wanna, did you want your black card
1: you gotta remind me of the movies I've seen. You know I party a lot. <laughs> My mental health is not always there. Plus, when you drink all the time well, not all the time, say like once a week, but. He has a problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: ah! Keep going. Woman King. What else have I seen? Hmm.
0: <laughs> Dope is outside of that realm, but Dope was a great movie.
1: 2020 is everything come from 2020 and up? Mm? When did Dope come out?
0: Mm, like 2015.
1: COVID still has my mind, kind of. You're, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that anymore. No, with the year. No, no, no. You're not allowed to say that anymore. What stop, year is it? Take your, take your party favors away from <laughs> me. Yeah, I, like, COVID, we're post COVID.
1: COVID, you know, Covisha, she has.
0: Covisha. Covisha. This guy's sick. You know, and um, I'm gonna whip him.
1: <laughs> Hard, daddy.
0: Yeah, you I would whip.
1: never. I would hate if someone wants to do that to me in the bedroom. Not mm-hmm. whip me, even just that, because there's people that are into slave play. There's a whole genre of slave play,
0: like whips and chains, whip. like a dominatrix. Not, BD, not BDSM,
1: because BDSM is not slave play. Slave play is like massa. Yeah,
0: you you done that before? No. Were you the slave owner? You're sick, yo. No! Yo, you're sick, I've never yo. done it before. Yo, you're sick. Yo. <laughs> I've never yo. done that. Holy crap. Has there ever been a gay slave? Probably. Gay people been around forever. Nah. <laughs> it ain't nothing new. Nah. Yeah. I remember first gay 82. <laughs> you remember the first gay? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 82. yeah. yeah. RuPaul. 82. RuPaul is first gay man. Yeah. <laughs> ever I saw RuPaul at Pink Pinkberry one time. Did you? She's yeah. so tall. Super tall, bald too. And she wears heels. Mm. You imagine when
1: she's in drag. She's like seven feet tall.
0: Oh are we saying she?
1: I say oh well, I'll call her as she. Oh. But and uh it just depends I think
0: I mean root pronouns are he him, he's the guy. But Imagine being a gay slave, yo, and then it's like whoops, and they're like, Stop.
1: I don't think it was quite like
0: that. <laughs> 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 I think you're looking at it through a different lens. <laughs>
1: Yo no. <laughs> yo harder. Whip me, Daddy.
0: Were you looking at my wife? I was looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I love your thin white monkey-like lips. <laughs> thin monkey-like lips. You stupid. Holy. Okay, so you can't think of any more black women. <laughs> you can't either. You just said the woman king. No, nah, I gave you a lot. So No, but, no you didn't.
1: What, what men want?
0: What, what men
1: want? The remake of the Jack Nicholson movie.
0: It definitely it Mel Nixon? Gibson. Mel.
1: Okay, definitely.
0: <laughs> what... I don't know. I ain't seen either one of them. What men want? <laughs> I don't know what men want. Uh, there was that what movie. There was that movie, black and white, so, black and blue, with Tyrese.
1: Fast and the Furious. Or does that count? They family.
0: <laughs> He's mixed. Uh, so he did not the, watch the, the no Jamie Fast Fox, the nope. Solo was a pretty Solo good. Movie. We
1: watched it together. Yeah, it was good. But that's Solo. not a black movie. That's it. Is Jamie Fox is the lead, and as a basketball. I know, but
0: it's, it's Disney. Just, it's like a it's like a white people movie that has black people in it. I don't know any other. I
1: I'm trying to think hard for real. What else have I seen? What have I let Davis been in besides The Woman King? Oh, I didn't see the Air Jordan movie. that came out. Oh, I saw that. I didn't see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. The One King was really, really good, though. Whew, fire, yo, fire.
0: We also saw Iron Claw, white movie, but that's fine.
1: Oh, that was just... That's the, that that stayed with me for like a day or two.
0: Really? Yeah. I went right to sleep afterwards.
1: I didn't say it kept me up. I just <laughs> said <stay with> me. <laughs> I can't do nothing to help them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem like they're doing fine. Yeah. I was sad that the... the they omitted the youngest brother, though, because,
0: I don't know. I but think that, if they kept him, um, half the theater would have also died. <laughs>
1: it, it it did become, start to seem unrealistic. So for it to be real and more tragedy on it, mm. it I think that's what's the part where I was like, oh, that sucks. But also because of that, I was like, oh, he wasn't a part of it. All the brothers weren't a part of that story. Even though they say they tried to, I read somewhere where they tried to put Nick and Mike, I think, kind of make their characters similar mm. to the little brother. And the little brother, I guess, was like 5'4 or something like that, 5'5, five, five, super oh, wow. duper short, yeah. uh, but still wrestled. And yeah, oh yeah, even just thinking about it, oh, that, <laughs> that was really. really
0: sad. Well, what would you rate Ironclaw? And I'm gonna give my review shortly afterwards. But what would you rate iron ironclaw? What's the scale? Okay, if you could rate ironclaw one the worst, ten the best, what would you give it?
1: Eight. Seven, eight, yeah. Eight. Seven, eight. I I, I enjoyed it. I think it had a good progression. It did make mm-hmm. us love them you know, in the beginning, like, the, I love stories about brothers and friends, and I, I really did feel connected to him. I felt it was rushed in certain parts, but, you know, it was still a long movie, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I felt that the love they had for each other was genuine, I thought the actors did a good job, I got past second front space, um, I did, I, I, because at first I was like, I can't see it, because all I was thinking about is how bad he looks, but I did get past that, <laughs> you know what I mean? so uh, <laughs> that's crazy and i and but i almost wanted more i could have i could have taken another like 30 deaths you know, 30 40 minutes of just kind of like character interaction mm-hmm. i think so once that once they start kind of dying off i think it started to happen a little faster fast.
0: yeah 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 and I, I didn't
1: really care for that as much um, but i don't know i did it. It didn't happen that fast. I mean, it happened kind of like around the same kind of years, but... Yeah. And I like that they they closed it up and we got to kind of see where they were now.
0: Uh, i give it a six and a half. Uh-huh. I think Zac Efron is one of the greatest face actors of this generation after the Did movie Charlie St. Cloud. Okay, <laughs> Charlie St. Cloud really cemented his legacy into this whole acting sphere. But in this movie, Isn't Iron Claw... What? High School Music was his first movie. Yeah, but I'm talking about Charlie St. Cloud, one of the best movies ever made in history. Cute. One of okay, the best black movies of all time. Cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. I it so, with him
1: once, that girlfriend.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember you
1: coming. About-
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. Not like that. Nah, nah, for sure. <laughs> Keep going. I know he's white. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you probably was busting up the Shit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> A famous one, <laughs> girl. Get your yeah. review, give your review. All right, so I don't understand why Zach efron was the only steroided one up. He was darker than everybody, he was buffered than everybody. In real life, Carrie, uh, <gasps> Von Eric was way bigger, and you know, Gene Wilder in the face actor. Was uh, in that movie and he did fine, but I don't think the casting really made much sense. He was short and little, and his body didn't really match Zach Efron's very crazy buff transition. It didn't make any sense to me. Also, the parents acting awful.
1: I thought I, I I thought they did okay.
0: Awful. Yeah. The parents acting gave God's Not Dead three. It was like Christian. No, it's a Christian movie. Oh. It's like, you know, the Christian movies, they're shot beautifully, but the acting is always super, super bad. And I thought the parents were very one note and boring. Uh, But um, aside from that, I think that the movie is entertaining for the wrestling part, the BTS of the wrestling world, uh, especially at that time, I thought was very interesting. They gave some... Some awesome some awesome little tidbits about the business. And I could see where Chavo Guerrero is coming in and he's like, nah, do it like this, try that, da, 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 da. Uh but I really couldn't get over uh steroided up Efron. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't get over that Ellen DeGeneres jawline he had in the movie because it was just a little odd. He looked so like So you
1: couldn't get past this. No,
0: no, no. He looked like Jay Leno. You know, it was just weird, you know, because he's the only one. It, they should have steroided all of them up. Or they at least should have just swapped one of them out and put Gene, Hugh Jackman in the role or something. But they were like two normal guys and then Zach freaking Boulder Efron. He, he, but his body, I mean, I think Zach
1: Zac Efron was extreme. But the other two, they had ah, nice bodies. Normal. They, had, like, they had nice man. bodies, but those guys weren't like super, they were like. The real guys are big, but they weren't like cut. When I go back and look at pictures of them, I don't know how they cast them because they didn't cast them based off looks. No, at all. No, which I thought was okay because I didn't know who they. I didn't know who they were before going into it. But yeah, because right. I call him Lip because of Shameless, but he is. I think he is a really tiny guy. But yeah, he's like 5'5 like or something yeah, like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, he are, did a good job. I mean, his acting was fine, but man, the know. drug,
1: the like, it got rushed. Though I still think it was kind of rushed towards yeah. him a little bit. Yeah, I
0: mean, it was like, all right, the first brother died, then it took a little bit, and then death, and then another death, and Allah. Like, all right, well, so I do think they they could have put the other brother in there. They should uh, have, but potentially it would have meant that the movie would have been too long. And, and Mike too, was, the one who
1: went out in the field to to die. You know what I'm talking about? Who like walked out. Spoiler Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You got the brother. When I was watching, I felt that I was out of place a little bit. I don't know why, but it's just, even that kind of like whole cycle felt a little fast. I think it all you just know, kind of felt. They, they, they felt like there was trauma no nah, Trauma dump is not the right word, but it was just, like tragedy, tragedy, tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tragedy, tragedy.
0: Well, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and then the final scene where Zach Efron is crying. I used to be a brother. I thought that was terrible. I don't remember uh, that scene. Yeah, that's why. why <laughs> because it's trash. <clears throat> uh, he needs to bring back who he was when he did Charlie St. Cloud and, uh, and, and bedazzle us once again.
1: Yeah you like Charlie St. Cloud, don't you?
0: Honestly, I don't even remember the movie that well. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the baseball one? No, I don't know what it was. Did his little brother
1: die or something
0: like that? Something like that. It was like a ghost or something. Something was going on in there. Anyways, I just like to use it just to mess with people. Mm -hmm. But uh, solid movie, but it wasn't that great. I wish that there was more uh, wrestling stuff in there. Because I do think that it it played such a mega role in the the film. But, uh, you know, I give it a strong six and a half. It's not going to win anything. It might get nominated here and there. But... Aside from that, you know, on to the next one. I hope Zac Efron's face deflates. He starts looking like a normal lesbian again.
1: The first guy who died, though, he's hot. He's in that movie. He's in that yeah, show at the End of the World or something like that on FX. Mm. I want to oh, the Obama show? No, no, that's, that's, a, that's a movie. Oh. That movie was also kind of...
0: And why did Obama make it? That's the real question.
1: I don't think he made it. I think he produced it, put some money behind it.
0: Yeah, but he read that script, and he was like, oh... Oh, they, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. No, no, no. It's bad for the world. It's a good movie, but it's bad for the world. It doesn't sum up right. It, it's one of those open
1: ended movies that people like to do sometimes when trying to be artistic, which, I mean, it's, it's, it just depends on your taste.
0: Yo, Obama's bored, yo.
1: <laughs> he can't work. I think it's against the, like, the rules for presidents to work black? or something like that. Of
0: course he can work.
1: No, I mean, like, when I think that already the president can't even dry themselves anymore. They let Trump drive. I don't know. I don't care about those people. I don't know, (laughs) I love and respect everybody. We started talking
0: about Obama. (laughs) I don't care about them.
1: I love Obama. You know that's not what I meant. All right. I mean, I don't know him to love him like that, but I'm not a creeper. All right. Damn it, I can't get this off.
0: Sorry. All right, we're gonna head up on out of here. But before we go, do you think that Gen Z is the worst aging generation of all time? What year is that?
1: You gotta let me (laughs) go.
0: Dang it. (laughs) Sorry.
1: I talk like we have a conversation. Go ahead.
0: The clip keeps getting all messed up. (laughs) Do you think that Gen Z is the worst aging generation of all time? They look like trash. What year is that? Under us. From where to where? I don't know, like 97 to like 04 or something like that.
1: So that's 26 to 04? Something like that. and I don't know, I don't really look at them like that.
0: and you know you would be going after <laughs> them little 20-year-olds. <20, laughs> I don't know, you, I, I you, mean. You got your fake on you? I, bitch. <laughs> <Get laughs> <up.
1: laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are not that young. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, y'all be tripping, bro. Nah, I seen them. No, I I have seen some really good looking gen, gen, gen Zers. Uh-huh.
0: Bro, I don't know. Look fine to me. I know that. I know that's, <laughs> I know that's how you think. <laughs> I good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think your only question would be like, you over 18? <laughs> it's like
1: No, they have to be over 18 if I meet him in the club. Cause you gotta show you how to get in.
0: There you go. Caught yourself on that one. If they're in the club. So so Gen Z looks good to you?
1: Oh, I can't speak for the whole entire generation, but sure, yeah. Because you know how
0: back in the day, everybody old people, got ugly people. Old people look old, young.
1: I feel like we. I feel like they kind of look older than us, millennials. I've known a lot of Gen Zers that look way older than me.
0: That's the point. Even that that I'm though
1: I'm twenty six. Even though I'm twenty six. Uh. <laughs> So I know a lot of them are kind of, well not a lot of them, like there's a lot of people in the world. But I've I met some people that look older than me and they're much younger than I am.
0: It's crazy that you're turning 20 from 26 to 40 in like three <laughs> in weeks. In three weeks?
1: <laughs> I'm turning 26 again. <laughs> it's not a joke, it's real. It's not real life. Perception is everything. So what about I lie about my age? Who cares?
0: There was a once potentially gay guy that told me that he only ages in fives.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's Too late for me now, though, because I've been Asian, Twenty six for seven years, I think.
0: Mm. Your face tells the story.
1: <laughs> this face has been through things.
0: Oh, yeah, we can. Some do things
1: have been on his
0: face. We're about to count the ranks. <laughs> <names. laughs> uh, you I know mean, what I mean? <laughs> count the penises. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's super gay, yo. <laughs> All right, man, we're out of here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, if you don't find this episode on streaming platforms and you only see it on YouTube, I know. I'm sorry. We're mess. We're, we're, me- we're messing with things at the moment. Uh, but I will tell you guys that soon and very soon, we may not have uh, old episodes on Spotify, on Apple, on DSPs for a good minute. Uh, I'm sorry about that. But for the most part, you might have to watch the videos, okay, and uh, we're figuring out a way to get back on uh, the streaming platforms uh, because we uh, have some internal things going on, okay. Um, hey, everybody! Anita Max Wien, hit
1: it, hit it. Uh, I don't know what that means. Anita, Anita Max Wien. Anita Max wins mm. Feel like I'm being insensitive to culture what what am I saying (laughs) Anita Anita Max Max Wynn Anita Max Wynn that's it what does that mean
0: what does that mean it's Drake's alter ego girl turn the camera off
1: cut cut camera cut camera bye (laughs) bye (laughs) so long farewell to you